0: Thanks again for tuning into Organic Matters. For this part of the show, I'm going to go into something. and I try to always do some healthy food ideas. I've gotten more into seafood than ever. I do worry about mercury content, and I worry about the sustainability of the fish. So I've kind of taken all this into one... Area and, and kind of give you the best points of each of the, those subjects. And then I'm going to give you a few what I consider really sustainable seafood that's safe for the ocean, with us approaching 8 billion people. You got to think about that. And in general, we've, uh, they thought just a decade or two ago we couldn't fish the oceans out. Totally wrong. We have actually devastated huge, huge parts of our oceans on the Pacific, the Atlantic, even in the Gulf of Mexico, and all the seas around the Earth. We can only take so much out, folks. So we have got to begin to consider the effects of long-term use on our oceans and our waterways and yet still be able to sustain food. Of course, we all both want and need. I'm always hearing conflicting things about fish, more often than ever these days. One day, we're told they're good for us because they're high in omega-3 fatty acids. Another day, we're told they're dangerous because they have high levels of mercury. We know that some are farm-raised and that others are wild-caught, that some are overfished and others are caught in ways that harm the other marine creatures around them. But with a long list of what's healthy and what's not, and another of what it's sustainable and what's not, making conscious seafood decisions is kind of frustrating, even to me, and I keep up with it on a pretty regular basis. So I'm going to attempt here to make you a list, okay, just a single list that that I think is uh, as close to perfect as perfect can get, and it'll never be perfect. So... After scouring information from the Environmental Defense Fund, uh, which issues health alerts for fish containing mercury and other contaminants, and from the Monterey Bay Aquarium and the Seafood Watch, which monitors the population health of seafood species worldwide, I've compiled this list of fish that are both good for you and good for the planet. These choices have low levels of mercury and other contaminants, They have an excellent population health, there's still a lot of them, and sustainable and environmentally friendly fishing and farming methods. These fish offer meal options that are both healthy and ecologically very friendly. Let's begin with farmed rainbow trout from right here in the United States. Rainbow trout is one of the many types of trout, a freshwater fish in the same family as salmon. It has an orange pinkish flesh that is firm but very tender and often has a mild nutty or almost earthy flavor. It's always high in omega-3 fatty acids because it's a cold water fish and has a moderate fat content with about 5 grams of fat to every 20 grams of protein and that's per about an average 100 gram serving. Okay, Rainbow trout farms in the United States are well-managed with ecologically responsible practices that involve continuously flowing water and responsible waste collection. In other words, they're in clean water, folks. Matter of fact, rainbow trout don't do well in anything but clean water. There is a low risk of escaped fish or of pollution to our our U.S. native rainbow populations. The fish are available fresh or frozen as both whole fish and fillets. Rainbow trout may also be available as a smoked fish if you prefer it. Next, I chose, after carefully looking over the situation, wild Atlantic mackerel. Now listen to this. Atlantic mackerel, now there's a reason. Atlantic mackerel is mm, is actually a close relative to tuna. It's... It's with an oily, firm flesh and a savory, strong flavor. If you're gonna like it, you're gonna love it. It's got a really, really good flavor of its own. While other species of mackerel, and that's why I'm really pointing out, it's wild Atlantic, mackerel like king mackerel and Spanish mackerel have been shown to be very high in levels of mercury, whereas Atlantic mackerel is very low. The fish is high in omega-3s and has a high fat content. It's about 14 grams of fat and 19 grams of protein per 100 grams of serving. So almost as good as as, as trout, rainbow trout. Atlantic mackerel breed often. They're fast growing. They're migratory, which helps the population withstand the fishing uh, pressures. United States fisheries, mostly in the North Atlantic, are well managed and sustained, watched over very carefully, incorporating trawls and purse seines, two methods that result in little, and in many cases almost no, bycatch of other Atlantic fishes. Atlantic mackerel is available as whole fish as well as fillets and steaks, either fresh or frozen. Mackerel can also be found smoked and salted if that's the way you prefer your fish. Now, this next fish I had to think about a lot because it has a really mixed history, and that's tilapia. From the right place, they're great, so, so listen to this carefully. Tilapia is a freshwater fish. It's got kind of a white flesh and a very mild sweet taste. So for somebody that doesn't love fish but wants to eat fish, tilapia may be a place to start. Tilapia from outside the United States, though, should be avoided, folks, as the populations that are being raised in Latin America and especially in Asia are raised in open systems that pose high risk of escape fish, which is not good for the environment, and then also uh, tend to mess up the ecosystem in the indigenous areas where they're trying to farm them. Conversely, tilapia raised here in the United States poses little or no risk Uh, because they're so well-married, and in many areas they're farmed in areas where the fish, even if they escaped, couldn't survive the water because they're sort of a tropical fish. So they're enclosed tanks, many of which are just really uh, surrounded by dry land, which makes it about impossible for them to get away. And that also ensures against pollution of the oceans and waters around where they're being raised. The fish are raised on a mostly vegetarian diet, very low in fat, if that's what you're worried about. and had one of the lowest levels of mercury of all fishes that was tested for these, for these tests. Tilapia is available fresh and frozen, both as whole fish and as fillets. And as fillets, but let me reiterate again. Do, do make efforts to only buy farmed tilapia from the United States if you want all the health risk and the biological advantages offered by this healthy fish. Another fish I threw in the mix that you might not have thought about, maybe kind of, I even hear a lot of bad press about them, but it's only because of they were a, at one time really fish for poor people. Wild caught Pacific sardines from right here in the United States. Well, they do kind of have a bad reputation. They shouldn't anymore. Pacific sardines are an excellent seafood source from both an environmental and a health perspective. The small fish are related to herring and boast a dark, pretty fatty flesh, about 12 grams per 100 grams of a serving. Nice, good average amount of fat. They're very low in mercury and other contaminants, and populations are super resilient, uh, even from hard fishing pressure, as they grow quickly and breed very often. Sardines are usually sold as whole fish and are available canned as well as fresh. We don't see a lot of fresh here. That's why people don't appreciate that they're really just a good fishy fish. I, you can get them in cans that are just in olive oil or just in water. You can get them in mustard. I don't recommend soybean oils. But you can buy good, healthy, inexpensive fish if you can't afford any anyway way by buying sardines. And Think about this a minute. While salmon is one of the most widely available fish and is both wild caught and farm raised, consumers should be aware that, specifically, wild Alaskan salmon is by far the best choice from an environmental standpoint as well as a health standpoint. Alaskan salmon fisheries are some of the best managed in the whole United States with sustainable practices that ensure little bycatch and a healthy population. By contrast, farm salmon, which I don't think much of, often labeled as Atlantic salmon, should be avoided. As the byproduct of these operations includes pollution, chemicals, and parasites, and and they can escape and have often into the wild populations. Salmon's coloring ranges from light pink to deep red, and its meat is really high in omega-3s and has very low, in in many cases, no contaminants. It is moderately fatty, about eh, six grams, so less fat than a lot of our other cold fish, of fat to every 21 grams of protein. Salmon is available whole, as well as cut in fillets and steaks, both fresh and frozen. So for a little change of taste, (laughs) let's think about anchovies. Some people literally wrinkle their nose at, at them on their pizza or wherever they see them. But anchovies are actually an excellent choice in terms of both health and the environment. The saltwater fish are low in fat and high in omega-3s and have about 5 grams of fat for every 20 grams of protein. Very good average for those a little bit more fat-conscious. They have low to no contaminant levels. That's partly due to their really short lifespan. And because of their short lifespan and the frequency that they reproduce populations, they're able to withstand really heavy fishing. Most anchovies available in the United States are canned uh, European not from here, anchovies, which are fish with purse seins, that's good, off the coast, especially around the areas of Morocco, Turkey, and Italy, with a relatively low bycatch, so they're pretty safe for the environment. Northern anchovies are also a good choice, although not as widely available, and, and they're caught off the coast here, right in the United States. And let's consider one more fish I looked into that is really a good deal, but we don't talk about it a lot here, and that's Arctic char. It is a fish in the same family as salmon, and is really high at omega-3s, with a really beautiful pink, really fatty flesh. It's just a good fish all the way around. Arctic char is mostly farmed in the United States in well-managed, closed systems that pose little or no risk to contamination, escape, or pollution. In addition to the United States, the fish is also farmed sustainably in Canada, Norway, and even Iceland. It is available whole or as steaks and is also sold smoked and canned. Arctic char is really an excellent alternative to, for instance, farm salmon, which I don't recommend. And here, just to kind of end this up, I want to mention one other thing that is really healthy for you that we really underutilize here in the United States, and that's farm-raised this time. And I'm usually not big into farm-raised, but these work well. Farm-raised mussels. It's one of the top sources of omega threes that we have coming out of the oceans, and we never, never utilize them very much. I, I they're very simple to make. Yeah. write me at Nature Approved at Yahoo. I'll send you a few recipes. But they are a great, relatively inexpensive source of omega threes. Very sustainable, very clean, very low in pollution, basically zero mercury always. So think about that in addition to the fish I mentioned here that at least think about mussels as kind of an alternative source once in a while and something fresh and different to offer your friends or your family. So that's sort of my rundown, my personal opinion now, folks, on on sustainability of our, uh, mostly our wild fishes, but although we're, we're doing some sustainable farming that is good. But most importantly, it also considers your health as well as the environment. Thanks for listening to Organic Matters.